Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, you. Hello, I'm Greg the Hammer Valentine. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm... Not him, but <laughs> one day I hope to grow into him. I was thinking uh, it would be quite nice to have a range of knockoff wrestlers, because they, they can't touch you for that, can no, they? No, no, they really can't, uh, no. I was thinking of uh, Brutros, Brutros Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> J- uh, Jimmy the Hurt Locker. <laughs> yeah. uh, Mouth of the South. <laughs> Grog the, the, the Bama Jamantine. <laughs> Grog the Bama Jamantine. <laughs> <laughs> These are just a few of the ideas we've had for T-shirts. And as you can tell they are absolutely the nuts well don't just let these remain a dream because now you can buy things we've literally made yes grog the hummer what's awful teen bunkle teen i don't know we've got some fucking t-shirts right and and you need to buy them because i'm i've bought a couple and it can't just be me every time it can't it It can't can't. it really can't can't. the important thing to remember from this absolute mess is that you can get new, brand new, new Wrestle Me merch. There Unstained. are four new t-shirt designs. Four new t-shirts. And they are knocking it out of the park. They are knocking it out of the park. We've got uh, Parker Beans. We've got a Wrestle Me one. We've got Wrestle Me, uh, Ica Pro, uh, uh, fucking, what's Alfred his name? Hayes Alfred in Hayes space. in space. Alfred Hayes in space. And we got a She's Been Daughter. She's Been Daughter. She's Been Daughter. Uh, it, it's all up there. Go and down, download them uh, with the the world. Buy them. You don't download. Download them, them into your mailbox. Yes. Using the whatever postal system you have where you live. That is it. That works. Stackmerch.com. S T A K Merch.com. S T A K M E R C H.com. Woo! <laughs> and we've got a look at this. The, the only ones that are up there are wrestling, wrestling me pod ones, so. I think Enjoy. we're probably going to have a, a Boutros Boutros beefcake. <laughs> that will be up within the week. Um, is this advert professional enough? Yes, it is for WrestleMe. <laughs> Bye-bye. Enjoy the show, bye. <laughs> really panicked there. <laughs> Wrestle me, wrestle me, Peter! <laughs> ah. you, you were like, hey, do you want to carry on to night two? And I'm like, I haven't watched, watched night, night two. two. I watched night two. It was Did bloody you? changeable. Was it? It was yeah. in the middle for me. I When I was looking at Amazon and I looked at the little bit that uh, was giving the reviews of WrestleMania 37, mm. I uh, I did notice they were like, well, you know, night two could not stand up to the brilliance of night, of night one. one. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Oh, no, <laughs> oh, no because no. I didn't regard night one with, with much, to be honest. Yeah, no. I Because I guess night one, we're going to come to it. 
we got a guy who's not a wrestler. We've got uh, yep. uh, Bel Air and uh, Banks. Fucking Miz, he's there mm. for some bloody reason. Uh, and then night two, I mean, we're looking at the Fiend's back oh, and and uh, Sheamus is here. There's a little bit where they tell you what matches are coming up the next night uh, mm, on this one. Right. And the first one, they kind of go, Matt Knight 2, it's going to be uh, The Fiend versus Randy Orton. And the idiots in the crowd, they cheer it. They go, yeah, yeah. Go, you'll get yours. Red lights, <laughs> more red lights. You'll get yours. This isn't even wrestling. It's not even like <laughs> panto. It's not even like amateur dramatics. Can you remember when you first watched this <laughs> yeah. a few months ago, can you remember The Fiend yep. uh, bit? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's, I, I remember. Th- it's I remember, terrible. I remember. Isn't it? I, honestly, I, I, stay tuned for some terrible stuff. When it happened, when it happened, I, I, I properly had that thing of just <laughs> going. Well, you know, I mean, I'm not surprised, but but I, I am shocked that that we're still doing this. This was a perfect, you know, example of, of when they really should have known when something had burnt itself out. Yeah, I mean, but it, but it didn't really burn because it because he was right. Set fire. Oh yes, uh, yeah, yeah. but. Yeah. They, they 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 didn't need to bring this back. No. They did not need to bring it back. We've had a year of it. And when they did that, it's a waste of Randy Orton. When Alexa Bliss appeared in the thing, you're just like, oh, this is awful. It is awful. I, I've done that thing before where I've written stuff for telly shows mm. where you've been backstage when it's being filmed and mm. they go into a bit. And you've got three lines in a row, say, that are gags. Mm. And the first one goes out and you go, oh, that didn't get very much. And the second mm. one goes out and you go, oh, my God, um, this is a bit of a disaster. Mm. And you can see the person like doing the line is sort of going, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. And they do the third one, it goes nowhere. And then that person sort of goes, oh, that didn't really work, did it? You mm. know, and everyone goes, ah, awkwardly. Yeah. And you sit there and just burn. You go, mm. oh, I feel t- terrible, mm. humiliated. <laughs> and if I'd have done that fiend thing, I would have had the dignity to just run out while it was still going on and I would have cut my own head off. <laughs> and I just, I imagine writing that and watching it as it happened and the audience is going, just thinking, I'm just so bad at this. You could have run out and black... Liquid could have come out. My black face. liquid. My black liquid. There's nothing more evil than black liquid. We'll get to it. Uh, they, they there's did nothing this in 1992. Papa Shango and, and the Ultimate Warrior. He, right. he did a click, and then black ooze came started down. Coming down. Right. And even 1992, people were like that's bullshit. <laughs> and then, like 19 years later, we're we're supposed to go. Now it's good. I remember doing. Uh, we're gonna. T- we we. I think we had about two minutes before we talked about the Capital Radio walls uh, mm. in the last show. I'm going to talk about XFM. <laughs> uh, Alex Zane does Clash of Titles with uh, Stack great show even better man <laughs> not in any way true and he would agree with that um, uh, and we had to do for I think it was for Shelter uh, we were doing some kind of charity thing and uh, they said uh, Pete uh, Mark Alex we need to do a video to be played at the big event that's going to be seen by I don't know 10,000 people yeah. at the uh, Brixton Academy it's going to be a big celebration of Christmas <laughs> yeah. can you do a video uh, and so I went to the shop and I bought some uh, dark green slash brown food colouring uh, more dark green than, than brown uh, and, and, and mixed it with like a milkshake it was and the and, best thing you've ever done. And it was me and Alex just kind of like, I was sat on Alex's knee and he was dressed as Santa. Yeah. And we just started puking this dark green black kind of fluid at each it, other. It was amazing. That was more subversive. <laughs> All, and, and every time you went in the disabled uh, accessible toilet, uh, after that, you were like, that's, that's not coming off. You looked like a horrible little boy puppet. <laughs> yes. And Alex looked really ill and sick. Because yes. he was really that, ill and sick. Look, imagine when XFM had to take that back to shelter and go, <laughs> yes. this is what we've done. 
done. Can we have the money, please? It's the mania of doing, and it's like this: we we sit in a room and we're silly, and we and we have a fun time uh, sometimes, almost all the time, and we get giddy, we get excited, and when we take that out of the room, yes. and we've got to deal with people who aren't privy to the mania, aren't privy to the excitement, aren't privy to watching it ramp up, it's problematic. And to your credit, Mark, you managed to sell a lot of cans of fucking bird blood. So I would say, yeah. Sometimes it's a hit. In a weird way, the bird bud, you're saying you have to get involved with it. Whereas <laughs> this, they're like, this is for everyone. And you go, don't yes. want it. Do you know what it reminded me of? U2's album when that got downloaded into everyone's iPod. Yeah, you great can't idea. stop it. Until, yeah. Great and, idea until the cock runs out. And, and, and this, this is exactly that, that you just mm. go, everyone gets this and it's good for everyone. It's not. Yes. It's rubbish. Oh, um, Mark. Oh. Before we get into the actual uh, WrestleMania, I've just realised we've mm. not mentioned the fact that we have merch Shit! now. Shit! Proper, like... No longer where, limited runs. No longer limited runs. No longer Mark has to fucking dick about with a lot oh, of boxes yeah. in his house. Hundreds he can't of afford that now. Hundreds He's got to move house. He's got to make the house look presentable. He can't have boxes of the T-shirts all over the place. I got the like the posters. And the posters they're they're pretty small. They right. fit in one box. Okay. The tubes that you the need tubes to, need to, send, to the send the posters. They come in great big boxes. Mark. Mark, 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 Mark. Wardrobe but we size. Have merch we have merch you can buy we have four t-shirt designs amazing one of those t-shirt designs can go on a little flask or a little iphone or a samsung galaxy um nice. little cover sort of thing and i've i've been I'm, I'm getting one of them myself you've to done be the designs on these and i think they're absolutely phenomenal i've, I've changed the designs on some, i've yeah. modified some of the designs that you already got so we've got um we've got a wrestle me straight up uh t-shirt that you can buy that's kind of makes it look like you're wearing the logo around your neck like a real cool dude <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it, i looked at that and went, that's the one i'm going to be wearing <laughs> um, that's a that's something for me and my bros uh, so there's a wrestle me one uh there's a pocket beans one that beans. You, you, you've not been able to buy for like fucking two years you've tweaked like that. the design as well I think made right. it better I think okay. made it better right, okay. yeah. well we just need to change it a little bit just to keep it up to date but we've got a pork and beans one uh, we've got a one that uh, your fantastic pal uh, on the internet uh, drew of, that is of, right hey kids rock and roll yeah. excellent uh, print uh, Lord Alfred in Space yes Lord Alfred in Space based on the original uh, poster created by Superstar Billy, uh, Graham. Superstar Billy yeah, Graham it's really good it and, almost ruined him. and my favourite one which mm. is just a simple one it doesn't even say anything about wrestling on it yeah, because you know you don't. It you just don't says to, on it's, it. a, it's a little. It's a little thing that says you've been listening for a while. Yeah, you know what this is. Yeah, and you you'd see, see someone fits. wearing it and you'd go, <laughs> "You one of the guys." <laughs> Don't even, we won't even say what it is. You have to go and look at it. But right. you'll, you'll see it and you'll just go, oh, that's good. That's well, really good. Well, let's say it anyway, because oh, this, right, is, this is a plug. Right. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Plug, she's been daughter. We've Yay! got a t-shirt that says, we, she's been daughter. Yes. Uh, you can have that on your chest. Go, she's been daughter. What does that mean? That, yeah. That's not too sexual that you wouldn't no. wear it on your chest. No. Nope. Uh, but you'd be like... What's that mean? You go, well, you, you, you let me tell you, you a little story. Wrestling, one person will come up to you and they'll go, what does that mean? And you have to go, have you heard of wrestling me? And they'll go, don't like it. <laughs> Most wrestler, let wrestling fans would know she's been daughter. She's no? been daughter. She's been daughter. She's been daughter. <laughs> been daughter. Yeah, it's taken, I would say, two and a half years for that one to come to fruition. Yeah. Which is not bad going considering it's like nine letters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, you've yes, done so a great check it job out. There. So you can get the merch from stackmerch.com. S-T-A-K merch.com. It's as simple and as unalloyed as that. S-T-A-K-M-E-R-C-H.com. Go and get it. And it'll never run out. They are so good. Yeah. And so- Mark doesn't have to post them. And I was like, Mark, we, we need to find a way for people who don't live in London, who haven't been to the shows, yep. who can't you know, access the certain services that we've uh, done before uh, to get all of it. That so, is uh, yeah. true. But we've mm. actually been, we've been so kind, Pete, by not going, mm. oh, here's all the old shirts. 
you know yes oh, remember, no. your, you remember your, your precious shirt that you were so pleased to get actually mm. there's a million of them now right no okay. new shirt no we might might do it might tweak them might tweak them I mean it's not a charity is it no um, it's, it's not a shelter <laughs> um, <laughs> let's get to the last two matches uh, of Wrestlemania 37 night one yes Bad Bunny and Damien Priest versus The Miz and Morrison. I have put the best of the wrestlers first <laughs> in that list. Um, before, before we get to the match, out comes Booker T. He's going to be the guest commentator. Mm. Um, Bad Bunny had a hit single that was called Booker T. Yes. Really good, weird, stripped down, spooky, sort of hip hoppy, yeah. strange, clicky clicky. Let's, let's not try and. Uh, oh, no. Let, I, I couldn't possibly. Uh, categorise any of that music because <laughs> I would sound uh, 150 years old. I but... loved it. The first time I heard it, I was like, this isn't music. Second time I heard it, this is great music. <laughs> that is what I need. Did you see the video, though? Yes. Where it's just Booker T. As G.I. In, Bro. In G.I. Bro. Yep. Uh, sort of arms folded and uh, Bad Bunny just wraps around him. There's... And it's only at the end that they become friends. Yeah. They... They, you wrap around Booker T enough, he'll become your friend. And they did a live performance at the Royal Rumble. Of, yes, that, of okay. that show, so a couple of months before this. And Booker T just came out with his arms folded, <laughs> but they didn't show him coming out. And so it looked like it was just a, a statue, like a like wow. a, a waxwork they put in. Yeah. And he didn't move at all. Yeah. Watching it, I was like mesmerised by going, is he, does he move? What is the, <laughs> you know, is that the like, real Booker T or is that just a sort of like statue they take around? Take like a Valium or something. I was How weird is it that you're Booker T? And there's a guy who is, he's a, he's a Grammy winner. He has got, you know, 8.9 billion streams mm. on Spotify. He is like the hottest performer of his era. And it's like, there's a song about you. Yeah. And you've you done know. nothing, uh, nothing no. to, 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 to court that, I suppose. No. That would, I mean, that would just be absolutely the fucking business, wouldn't it? The, I don't need to stay relevant. No. We've got this guy yeah. rapping about if me. If there was a, like, a classic song about you, you would always have a career. Yeah. You would always have an income stream. Yeah. And I think Booker T must look at that and just go, that was lucky. And God, he didn't do Axel Duggan, you know. That would have been... But, but a strange one to do, Booker T. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, look, we'll get to we'll get to Bad Bunny as he bad bunnies it up. Yeah. But um, outcome... Uh, a load of bunny rabbits yes. to start this off. <laughs> um, I, w- I was expecting uh, this to be this whole thing to be a bit of a shit tip because mm. um, the bunnies come on. <laughs> and Having to hold the heads on. Yeah, ha- hold the heads on and half of them, I don't know if you noticed, uh-huh. lost their ears. <laughs> there <laughs> are they? so many, like in the, the performance when they bounce in. All coming off. They all come off. Like there was when like they, three bouncing off their heads. When they came in holding yeah. it, I was like, I would pay money to see the rehearsal. Yeah. Where they realised they all had to hold on to them. Yes. With and, all these men just jumping and, and the things some, coming and off. And some of the like the velcro's not tied at the back. It's a real shit show, Mark. Really poor. Yeah. Um this is be- not because <laughs> of Bad Bunny. So this is the entrance for Miz and Morrison. Yes. <clears throat> As part of the build to this show. Morrison's Which, had a blowout on his hair. He's yes. just like he's got this weird kind really of sort of like vol- voluminous hair, slight, slightly like Mickey James when she was sort of like <laughs> you know in, in funny periods where she didn't really try very hard with the hair, <laughs> which just turned up. It's very sort of frizzy and dry. Yes, um, yeah. they, they have recorded their own mocking song mm. called "Hey Hey Hop Hop." Yes, um, this almost never works where you get wrestlers to become musical performers. Yes. The reason for this, I think, you know, there, there are many reasons. One, wrestlers can't sing. Mm. Two, uh, wrestlers aren't very good with rhythm. Uh, three, and, and, and fans not, don't like it. Fans don't like it. It's not very authentic. It, no, just, it just seems like... Plus, um, if, if, they're, if they're writing it between January and March, yeah. 
and then recording it as well. Ugh. That seems like a short turnaround time <laughs> for any song that's going to be good. Yeah, you 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 can't even brief the um, the, the, the the pluggers for that for that. No, you'll have, you'll have brought someone in as well to say, "Can you write this song?" Yeah, and they'll have gone, "Well, you know, oh Christ, you know, that much time." <laughs> and I'll just go, "Well, just what you can do." And so you end up with, "Hey, hey, hop, hop." <laughs> uh, they come out, Miz and Morrison, and they are singing it live over the pre-recorded version. Now I've got a problem with this whole um setup to be honest. The mm. the whole of uh, the whole of this kind of um, WrestleMania 37 I've got a real issue with it because nobody and I mean nobody uh can mix this fucking thing properly. No. Because they're in a situation where 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 I can't hear them rapping. They're yep. rapping over the, their own voices anyway, yeah. so it's kind of... Oh, it's a disaster. You don't really need to do it anyway. It's uh, yeah. weird. It's what we what we call the, the Michael Hayes uh, problem, which is when <laughs> the Freebirds have done this a couple of times in WCW, yeah. they would play the new song and they'd go, Michael, you go come out and sing it. Yeah. Resell it. Yeah. And they, he'd never have an earpiece in. Yeah. He'd just so be trying to listen know. to it in yeah. the stadium. And, and and you may be listening to something that went out two seconds ago because the and stadium's would be. big. And so you'd get him singing it and, uh, a second before or after what had gone out. Yeah. And it would just be chaos and just a mess <laughs> and this is exactly that an absolute fucking mess there's like an unlistenable echo effect it's really really amateur yeah when they actually do hit it you just go and they're also really flat and they can't really do this mm. so they go hey hey oh oh and it's just, <laughs> credit to you if someone said to me you've got to sing this song uh, you know in front of 50,000 people and it'll go across the world yeah I would probably go do you know what I'm going to make sure this is alright I'm going to spend more than an hour <laughs> doing this because otherwise I'm going to look like a dick and it's going to be terrible and it's credit to Ms. Morrison who's just like oh well what the fuck what does it yeah, matter it's not the worst thing Ms. will do Holy, <laughs> no. good god um, out comes uh, at this point um I, I can't even remember if Damien Priest is out first because mm. I am no longer interested in anyone else in this match. <laughs> um, out comes uh, the insanely big star, uh, Bad Bunny. When WWE first sort of said we're going to be working with Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny is not, if you like, a mainstream star to the average age of the person who watches Raw. Yeah, like, isn't it? yeah. Which is normally in their 60s. Mm. You know, it's a mm. really old skewing show, um, the whole of WWE programming. And so Bad Bunny, I've never heard of him. Mm. You know, who is this guy? Um, the uh, It was entirely the right decision. But up to this point, people were just like, why are they doing this hot shotting with mm. these people we've never heard yeah. of? Um, he has 8.3 billion downloads on Spotify. He has a Grammy. He's hosted Saturday Night Live, which he did with the 24-7 belt. Uh, he had the first Spanish language album to go to number one on the Billboard chart. Mm. So he is legitimately a huge star. Um, and you get that nowadays. You get these kind of guys who are uh, either um, social media guys yeah. or gals, and or they are uh, gigantic recording artists. And you I've, and I've never fucking heard them. Yeah, yeah. It's just, like the music it, it, isn't something I'm sort to of be. niche. You know, yeah. there is no longer that thing of top of the pops on Thursday, and everyone yeah. sits and watches it, and you go, yeah. oh, they look like boys, or they mm. look like girls. They, they, or why they don't find they their cheer audience up? very easily <laughs> yeah. because they can. Yeah, and you don't need to know them because mm. you're old. Yeah. And yeah. it's not for you. Yeah. Um, we also know that Bad Bunny is not big physically. It's not mm. like having someone like Ice T take part where you go, oh, he's big. Or Dennis Rodman, one of those stars from yes. the, you know, the uh, 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is slender. Mm. He is quite short. He's got very defined cheekbones, so quite a, quite a thin face. Um, we've seen him do a crossbody at the Rumble, mm. so we know he, 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 he can do that. We've seen him win the 24-7 belt, but that's a big joke thing. We've seen him in one of those clips slap Miz much, much too hard. <laughs> really much too hard. And we've seen him being hit with a guitar. Can he wrestle? And that's really, I suppose with celebrities, that question doesn't matter, particularly. Mm. It's just, can they do justice to what they're doing here? 
and can he wrestle? Yes, because Bad Bunny is the best male performer <laughs> at this WrestleMania. Uh, he is the only South American star who Vince McMahon has not buried. He's the only one he's let get over. And he is so, so good. He's really good in this. And he's unbelievable. He, and obviously he's a big wrestling fan, but to, to be a wrestling fan and to not like mess mess it all up is yeah. incredible. He's uh, He was talking to um, the magazine Allure and he was talking about his fandom when he was growing up. Mm. And he said, I had the Lucha Libre figures... But I also have my own character for when my brother and I wrestled on our parents' bed. I have my entrance music and outfit, a jacket that I took from my dad, and underwear we painted and decorated. We play that for hours. Truly, wrestling has influenced me a lot, and I've applied that to my career. The style, the importance of having a trademark move or phrase or look, and always remembering the element of surprise. In wrestling, the fans love getting caught off guard, and I like to create that same emotion with my music. Um, I really, I, I totally relate to that. I think, mm. you know, wrestling is one of those things that certainly for me, when we were on radio, again, boring mention of XFM, <laughs> but I used to use wrestling uh, phrases in some of the quizzes that we did and nobody knew what they were because nobody mm. watched wrestling. Mm. I would often say I was Space Mountain. That was the thing yes, we did in the quiz. That's right, yeah, um, yeah. I used to use some Booker T things as well. Uh, five time, I'd often say that. <laughs> you know. um, and that is the nice thing about wrestling is a great showman sport. And you can watch wrestling and take things out. And he has. And I'm surprised that more people haven't gone, oh, I learned that from wrestling. Mm. I understood like presentation in front of a big crowd about how to get over. I use this a lot when I, I, I do a podcast about Strictly Come Dancing called The Curse of Strictly. Mm. And I find myself using wrestling terminology all the time, which doesn't have any uh, like parallel in normal English. Mm. So I talk about people getting over. And really what it is, it's about getting over, yeah. you know, all of it. It's just, yeah. why doesn't that phrase exist for everything else? Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get yourself over. And it's, uh, I, I find it really sort of exciting that he kind of doesn't just go, well, yes, you know, wrestling, it's all about showmanship and stuff. He's like, I took wrestling to become the huge star I am. Mm. That was the thing that taught me. And that, I mean, Jesus Christ, the guy, if he'd have stopped there, you were like, he's a huge star. And you know what? He's, he loves wrestling yeah. and he just really talks about it sensibly and, and you know, emotionally. That would be good enough. He comes in and <laughs> he's the biggest star of the last five years. You know, he teams up with Damien Priest. Um, Damien Priest had been in Ring of Honor uh, as a guy called Punishment Martinez. Mm. Tall guy. We saw him wrestle in uh, Crystal Palace. Oh, did we? Right. Yeah. Okay. Many, many years ago. Right. Um, and he wouldn't have made much of an impression on either of us. Uh, he went to NXT where they made him the Archer of Infamy. No idea what that means. Um, uh, Damien Priest. He, I believe, does do archery. But right. I'm very against other sports being brought in as your wrestling character. Yeah, that's what you do. Why are you yeah. so into archery if you're a wrestler? <laughs> well, it's figure- Be really into wrestling. Well, David Priest's figurine on, on the WWE website it just has a big cummerbund. What's that about? It's just a big <laughs> white cummerbund. Maybe that's, that's a about. bandage. Right. Yeah, I, It looks like a cummerbund I have to, to wear it because I jacked off 15 times in a day. What, what's this? <laughs> yeah. You're horrible. I call well, a priest because they don't I'm, like that. <laughs> but like a priest, I don't touch it. I simply stare at it and will it to happen. Oh. No, I should, that's made up. Um, he uh, was, was, was the guy chosen to, to be a bad bunny because um, uh, Damien Priest has Puerto Rican heritage as well. Right. So there was a sense of connecting someone who could have been an up-and-comer, always worth a try with uh, what was going to be the big star. Yeah. When you saw the pictures in the papers the next day, um, they were very much uh, Bad Bunny and Damien Priest. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's what the WWE are getting out of this. They're paying Bad Bunny a lot of money. They will get a lot of PR. But they can also try and push someone like Damien Priest. Did it work? Hard to say. Mm. Um, but it's certainly not, a you know, a disaster. <laughs> um, w- what is 
funny is they were originally talking about this match just being Bad Bunny versus The Miz. Yeah. And they sort of went, well, do you know what? We probably need someone in there mm. who can, you know, just obviously is a pro. Yeah. Um, we don't want to put that pressure on him. They they 100% could have just done that match. Um, the amazing thing about this match is how little time Damien Priest spends in the ring. Yeah. It, it, he has a that's night what, off yeah, on that's the what biggest you assu- night of his career. That's the thing. That's what you assume is going to happen, that he's going to spend... No, he's in the ring. He's barely in it. Um, out he comes, uh, Bad Bunny. His entrance is on, on the top of a truck. Uh, yeah. he's uh, uh, it sort of felt like it was a bit left over from Becky Lynch last year although I also sort of thought that's just one of their production trucks yeah that's a bit cheap <laughs> well um, I guess you've got to fix the rigging to the top haven't you yeah keep it up I was watching it and I was like is it glamorous to be riding on top of a truck um, you've got to be doing it at speed you can't do it slowly no and you're not allowed in the fast lane are you but I sort of looked at it and I was like A the police would stop you and go you can't do that you can't do that yes and what if the driver just sort of went I didn't know he was up there yeah you've been in you, a lot of you trouble won't me, you won't put me away copper no. what's Would, in the back then I don't know wouldn't it be better if he was uh, and uh, this isn't as spectacular mm. but if he was in the front seat that seems more oh, like yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what you'd go for if you were driving in a truck yeah and or in the middle seat yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. but, but the there's an empty seat, seat on the left. An empty seat next to it. Yeah, and 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 the driver. Oh, on the right. that is yeah. good. Imagine being the first person who gets to do that. <laughs> no one's ever done that before, and it's gorgeous. Um, he he has a vague look of a teenage Peter Sutcliffe about him. Um, <laughs> right. I, I felt okay. Yeah, um, but uh, this is <laughs> a dream match. So Miz is the perfect person for this role because okay. he is a wrestler that no one thinks is hard. He is a wrestler mm. that people enjoy seeing get beaten up. And he is a wrestler that people want to lose in the most humiliating way possible. <laughs> so it really, really works. Um, it starts off with Bad Bunny comes in. He hits Miz twice with a closed fist. Mm. Referee should have DQ'd him. He should have <laughs> just gone, that is it. Um, I'm glad he didn't, but he should have done. <laughs> it, it, it was uh, wrong to keep this going on. Um, <laughs> Morrison tags in. And uh, that, of course, is the moment where you get Damien Priest in. No, um, Bunny just continues on, <laughs> continues to dominate. Absolutely. He he gets hit and he does some selling and he's really oh, good. Oh, the selling's selling. really good, yeah. Long limbed. Yeah. Thin, thin, scrawny yeah. sort of body. Mm. And he really flaps around like a fish and he yeah. does it brilliantly. Yeah. That is a real surprise how good he is. <laughs> he does all that selling and rather than make the hot tag, he then fires back up <laughs> and he just carries on. Um, he does about the first 10 minutes and he tags out. Within moments of Damien Priest coming in, the crowd are silent. Yeah. They are like, well, this is, you know, <laughs> we're back a- to something less exciting. <laughs> How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Hazel Hayes. And I'm Sheehan Todd. And welcome to our brand new podcast, We're Not Fucking Historians. It sounds like I'm saying we're not fucking historians. Yeah, we're saying we're not experts. We're not historians ourselves. Not that we're not having sex with historians. No historians getting fucked on this pod. Zero historians getting fucked on this podcast. We are, in fact, your alternative guide to Irish history. Every week we prize open the history books and find a new tale from the Emerald Isle's colourful past. We're exploring Ireland's traditions, its rich heritage and its long, proud history of being invaded by literally anyone with a boat. The Vikings were showing up at the monastery going, where's that booty? The earliest booty it's call. <laughs> it's the booty call you didn't want. <laughs> 50 Scandinavian Vikings showed up. Or our biggest celeb, St Paddy. He says he prayed up to 100 times a day and sometimes during the night. <laughs> That's what a five-year-old would say. I've prayed 100 times, I swear. Patrick also said he was fastest in his slippers. <laughs> He's a fucking belly bullshitter. If, like us, you're the kind of person who's interested in history but not so interested that you'd go read a book about it or listen to actual experts, then this is the show for you. This is history done differently with a couple of facts and plenty of crack. So, join us on our journey through Ireland's past. Search We're Not Fucking Historians on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, we're not, we're fucking, not fucking historians. historians. <laughs> Sorry, I was far too fast there. We're Not Fucking Historians is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. So then, Bad Bunny just tugs straight back in. <laughs> I mean, the crowd, if you like Bad Bunny, you really get your money's worth with this match. Yeah, you really do. Uh, it's astonishing. He then does a crossbody to the outside. Uh, he times <laughs> the breaking up of a pin on Damien Priest to perfection. Yeah. It's just brilliant. It's so unexpected because the timing is so good. You kind of go, oh, he's not going to. Oh, he has. Wonderful. <laughs> um, it just He then hits a Canadian destroyer. Uh, pile driver, which is like a sort of somersault pile driver, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah onto yeah. Um, Morrison on the outside of the ring. 
amazing bit of Michael Cole just going, what is that? <laughs> yeah, he just goes, I don't even know what that is. And it's like, <laughs> mate, it's been used for about 10 years and everyone in AEW uses it and you see it a lot in the indies. And, and the next and the next night, um, Cole uh, gets something wrong uh-huh. and he says, that's the so-so, so-so. Uh, and then somebody else, it might even be JBL or something, jumps in and goes, to save you any problems online, it's this. And he goes, well, I didn't know for that last night. So that must be what they were talking about, him totally. going, I don't know what that is. It's a bit like... Uh, if you were a commentator in the 80s, you see a power bomb and you just go, I don't know what that is. <laughs> That's sensational. Oh, just uh, amazing. No one expects Michael Cole to be watching indie wrestling. You know, once you get into, into WWE, that is your job. You don't have yep. time and you don't really like wrestling anymore. That's fine. <laughs> but it is funny when you see a move that everybody watching would basically know the name of. Yeah. And then the guy who's commentating is just like, what, what the is that? Is that? Um, Bunny does a, a, a crossbody uh, onto Miz off the top rope, and he pins him. <laughs> and it is a sensational debut. Yeah. Damien he, he, Priest runs in, starts hugging him, and that is very much to go, let me be in the photo. Yes. Let yeah, me be yeah, in the photo yeah, yeah, with, yeah. with the golden boy. Um, just when you picture <laughs> how your WrestleMania debut will go. That's very much how it'll go. Like uh, in your brain. The perfect dream. Yeah. The perfect yeah. dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know who else thought it was a perfect dream? Who? Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, right. <laughs> he said, it was like I died and went to heaven. <laughs> oh. He said, I've never sat to watch a recording of one of my concerts, never. But my wrestling fight, I've watched it a hundred times. <laughs> For like a week, I would go to bed watching it. Oh, Bad Bunny. Just Isn't he adorable? Just the best. Um, there's been talk internally, they've said we'd really like him to return next year. Mm. Um, he did such good press for WWE. Mm. It's the first person they've had who I think didn't feel in any way stale or of the moment or mm. slightly off the, off the boil. He came along and everyone was like, who is Bad Bunny? Yeah. And they were ahead of the curve with that. Mm. And whoever booked Bad Bunny, I sincerely hope that they also feel like they died and went to heaven because <laughs> it was just amazing. The level, I mean, it, uh, you, there is no one, with the exception of Snooki, but that is also about the bigness of her heart and love of wrestling. Yeah. There is no one, no celebrity who has ever come in and put on a performance anything like that. There is no argument that Bad Bunny is the greatest, not just celebrity wrestler of all time. I think he's in the top five wrestlers of all time. <laughs> Your debut match. I bet Omos was really like, I have my debut match at WrestleMania. And everyone's like, didn't someone else? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Have you kind of, speaking of like wrestling dreams, have you had, uh, I had a, a wrestling, oh. my, first, my very first wrestling dream. Nice. What uh, happened? Quite recently. Um, it was basically we'd been invited to do some training with some WWE kind of people, right? Mm-hmm. And for whatever fucking reason, I think it was because when they had money in the bank and they went up in the lift or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and outside the lift, now they had you've that seen half, the building, it's filled it in. It was kind of like half. It was like a half ring. So it still had the ropes and stuff, yeah. and, I, and I'm really looking forward to look at to having a bend on the rope because because I've heard they really hurt, and I was like, oh, I really want to like see how hard like the uh, the ropes are, mm. uh, and then we sort of went up and down uh, that, and it went like surprisingly well. Some of like the, the, the pros were happy with how we'd gone, um, and then because um, I'm going to edit this out, redacted. <laughs> <laughs> don't know why. I don't know why that. That's how the dream ended. That's how the dream ended. <laughs> I. I mean, that would be a dream. 
That would be a dream. What a wonderful dream. It'd be very dream. predictable. Kind oh, of like, I could probably good. figure out what happened. But, oh, that's yeah. good. I really thought we were both going to get bummed to death. <laughs> so I was not pleased that that's how it's worked out. Oh, amazing. There is talking about the, the ropes being uh, strong. Yeah. There is a bit where Bad Bunny is thrown. Uh, he, they want him to go through the ropes. And yeah. He goes face first into right. one of the ropes. And for the first time you go, oh, yeah, it's just a steel cable. <laughs> and he really <laughs> stops him. And, yeah, that yeah. really is like brutal. Uh, that's one of those those moves as well that, I mean, it it. it cost the life of um, um, a Mexican wrestler, Paris del Mal, uh, in a match with Rey Mysterio. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forget the guy's name. Isn't that terrible? Paraguay Jr., mm. possibly. Um, I might be wrong about that. But he hit his face in exactly the same way. Mm. A slide through the ropes, caught it, and it just broke his neck. And w- when that happens with Bad Bunny, you, the commentators are very much like, oh, Jesus! Yeah, you know, yeah, 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 that yeah, would have yeah. been... Imagine if they'd killed him. Killed Bad Bunny. What? I mean, after what a debut? Would the WWE have to, have to shut down if you've killed like the the the, the biggest music ha- star? Yeah, and he and he didn't have to be there. The, you know no. what I mean? It wasn't one of your employees. And you go, well, it was his decision. You were like, Miz definitely threw him into that rope. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, oh lordy! Right. Well, let's go to yeah. the main event. Mm. It is the SmackDown champion, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair. Um, Pete, WrestleMania oh, main event, making history. Do one. <laughs> That's the annoying thing. It's like they it can't, is. if this was just normal kind of WrestleMania with just one big day. I, I just think this would be it would be more of a thing. But because it's two days, I'm like eh. they would never have got to main event WrestleMania, mm. and that to me is almost like that's why it's worth having the two days so that Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair can say mm. we main evented WrestleMania, and mm. WWE get a lot of traction for it because they are going. But this they don't actually actually history. have to put their money. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, I, I mean, Jesus, wow, the two of them, Pete, mm. unbelievable. Unbelievable. Mm. My whiskey's kicking in. <laughs> I'm aware that, you know, we it sounded maybe three weeks ago we were like, are we having a drink? Yes. Uh, we're not doing it the three same weeks. Day. It's the same day. It's the same, <laughs> it's the same day. Um, Bianca Belair, she won the Royal Rumble. She looked really, really good in, mm. in, in doing it. And this is such decent, basic booking. Mm. Uh, I'm the best. I want your title. Mm. No, you're not the best. I'm the best. <laughs> and I have been for ages. I can't do such a bank. This is Michael Kane. Yeah, it's the one. She I'm the boss. You're not the boss of me. <laughs> Great. Um, Belair looks and most importantly moves like a star. She She's like, because the, the hair is almost another character. Yeah. It's so like Street Fighter 2. The way she flips, the way that the, the hair almost makes the shape, makes, makes her longer. You yeah. know what I mean? It makes her more like a kind of, it's it amazing. It stops her being an ordinary human. Yes. She is a superstar mm. because there's something about her that you go, she is not like someone I see. Yeah. She is a superhero. And she's a wonderful talker. She and she oh, goes from so good, bawling her eyes out at the start yeah. to fucking kicking ass. It's she amazing. really does. And now there's an annoying thing when she comes in and she's doing her an amazing sort of like she's dancing and mm. just like having just like confidence. Yeah, and just oh, amazing. There's a really annoying thing where I don't know why they still do this, but someone is holding up their camera phone. Of course they are. That's yeah. what people do at wrestling. Yeah. And for some reason they're like, yeah, cut to the camera that's trying to film what's on the camera screen that we could. I'm watching television. Yeah. Show me what that. it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't go, wow, 
That guy's got a video camera on his phone. <laughs> I've got a video. My mum's got a video camera on her phone. I just don't know how to use it. But you know, I, I cannot understand the fascination with going, look at these people trying to film it. But it's that kind of... Film as it soon for as, me. As soon as something happens, it's like they sort of say hashtag, and they invent a hashtag uh, for it almost immediately. You're like, that's not how this works. No. I don't care about the citizen journalism that's taking place in the fucking I, in the bleachers. I, I don't care. I'm not going to look at that and go, well, I want to see that on YouTube. Yeah. Because exactly, yeah. I could have the, what, £8 million worth of cameras that are there <laughs> doing that job for me. Yeah. But they're too busy trying to go, let's try and get through his Samsung. You wouldn't see the shitty uh, augmented reality, though. No. <laughs> that, that is scant consolation. She, she is uh, represented by lips and that uh, big braid. Mm. They call it in America. I, well, I would still call that a ponytail, but maybe I'm wrong. Oh, big, big plat, isn't it? Big it's plat. a big plat. It is a big plat. It's a big plat. It is a big mm. plat, but they call it a braid. Um, the uh, when Sasha Banks comes in as well, she looks like what we thought women in 2021 would look like <laughs> in 1983. Yeah, lime green hair and black latex bikini bottoms and fighting <laughs> another woman in a, an arena. It was, you know, she looks, I mean, again, unlike anyone that you will ever see in your normal day-to-day life. Mm. That is the epitome of what a superstar is. You know, someone like, for example, John Morrison, if I want to see a guy like that, I just take my top off in my uh, <laughs> in my upstairs bathroom. <laughs> but I, they look like future people. They look like something else. They are superheroes on a different level to everyone else, yeah. and it makes it feel proper and special. Mm. The roar that they get when the the uh, ring announcer says uh, the next match is for the women's championship mm. the two of them i mean bianca belair as you say her eyes just fill up with tears mm. but sasha banks can't stop smiling yeah at, she's been in a similar situation before she's been in big matches mm. nothing quite like this mm. um she probably you know should have been in one of the women's matches the previous year mm. it seemed like an oversight although i can't remember whether she was injured or not but this is a big moment for her but uh, and it, she actually manages to keep it together until the end. Mm. And what you don't see in the actual um, uh, WrestleMania is as soon as the match was over, she was lying there crying and crying and crying on the floor. Yeah. And this made, means a lot to them. The reason is, as the bell goes, the two of them are just like, holy shit, we are main eventing WrestleMania. The, and, they, and they cover themselves in so much credit and the sport in so much credit. It's so good. They do. And the two of them are products of WWE. The previous year, we've seen Becky Lynch, who was well-traveled, Ronda Rousey, who came from UFC, and Charlotte Flair, who to some degree was always sort of aware she was going to have this career in the business. Mm. If you, you know, Bianca Belair has been around for about four years. Um, Sasha Banks has been around for longer, but she started in NXT. And at the time, nobody saw Sasha Banks and sort of went clearly going to headline WrestleMania one Mm. day. She became incredibly good over the years. The fact that the two of them are here is just, this is, if you like, they didn't need a Rousey. They are homegrown products who Mm. are now headlining WrestleMania. That is thrilling for them. Mm. Um, The... They have the, the little line where they just, I think Michael Cole says, two black women in a title match in the main event of WrestleMania. Tonight's main event is brought to you by Snickers. Snickers oh, no. satisfies. Oh, no. And it's, I mean, just mark, don't put an advertorial. Leave it. In Leave the it. Mi- I have a dream. Snickers don't want the that. The dream is that I will be satisfied by our sponsors tonight, <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> it, it, it's such a big moment and it does oh, undercut God. it massively. Yeah. But that's what this is about. It is two mm. black women in a title match in the main event of WrestleMania. Um, sponsored by Snickers. Sponsored by Snickers. Snickers. Yeah. That's what we're all here to see. That, that is the thing, isn't it? The Snickers are like, we definitely want to be mentioned in the they main don't, event. They, that's, I mean, they, they, yeah, they wouldn't want it. They wouldn't want it. But, the, but, but um, I, 
Belair in particular, because I've not seen as much of Belair. I've seen quite a lot of mm. Sasha Banks, but like she's so bloody strong. She oh, doesn't amazing. require anyone to work with her. No. Like she just picks someone up if they want. They don't when have she, to. They don't have to shift their weight. Really one way early on, she she gorilla presses uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks and just walks up the ring step. Yes. What's brilliant about that is you'd sort of go that that was something like the Ultimate Warrior or Hercules might have been able to do. <laughs> now you're seeing this woman who looks like a model yeah. lifting another woman and just walking. I mean, just amazing. It's incredible. The um, the ability of of, of Bianca Belair to, for her athletic manoeuvres. You mm. know, four fifty splashes. The sort of thing that even ten years ago would have been the most exciting thing on the Indies. Mm. And she can do it all. And yeah. she does it in a way that it makes sense. It's not just high spots. They tell such a good story. Sasha Banks, I've always felt, even though everyone's like, she's she's a, such a great performer, I think she's underrated. Mm. She is so good at selling and she is so good at offence that it's an odd thing when you look at her and you go, she is like a slender child. Yeah. You know, yeah. she is, she shouldn't be as good as she is. She shouldn't mm. be as impactful. She shouldn't be as good at wrestling. She shouldn't be as good at the drama. Mm. Um, but she is. Yeah. Because she's a unique once in a lifetime performer. And, you know, she is so good on this. They fight aggressively, the two of them, in this mm. as well. I love, I love it when people look like they're trying to win. Don't give me that thing of wrestling is choreographed and we've just got to get through to the end. Make everything look like you are fighting to beat your opponent. Mm. And they do that so well here. Mm. Um, Banks does great offence. Um, she crumples as well when she gets knocked about. Mm. Just really like everything is devastating. There is a suplex spot that Bianca Belair holds her up in a suplex. And Banks tries to fight out of it. She begins kneeing her on the head. And then Bianca Belair will put her back in the suplex mm. and Banks will be going for her eyes. But in the end, Belair still manages to get her over. And it's just that thing of, that's it, fight and kick and scratch at every moment. Yeah. So many other people would have done that thing of just going, well, I know I'm doing the suplex. So I'll just wait here. Yeah. You know, here yeah. we go. And it'll happen. Mm. But they, they just put in that extra stuff that makes it real. Um, she then does a 450 splash and lands on Sasha Banks's knees. Whenever someone does a 450 splash and lands on the knees, they don't really <laughs> land on the knees. But in here, she really does. <laughs> yes, she really does. Um, I was like, what part of the body is hitting her? <coughs> My God. Yeah. How is she, how is she not? It, it, That's that must just be adrenaline, isn't it? You yeah, just go, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> when when we got we're watching like WrestleMania 19, when Brock Lesnar <laughs> does a shooting star press and lands on his top of his bonds and always breaks his neck, that is just that thing of going, it's WrestleMania. Yeah, if you're gonna do it, do it <laughs> do now. It here, yeah, um, there's a double power bomb that Bianca Belair does, and Banks that kicks out at two. She doesn't kick out at two. <laughs> they do a power bomb. She's down for about five or six, <laughs> and the referee just sort of goes, better stop at two. Like that. Yeah. And it's a really odd one because she, she just can't get out of the position she's in. <laughs> but um, I'm glad it didn't end there. Yeah. But it definitely did. <laughs> uh, um, there, there is a very, very unforgiving camera angle on that. And they notably do not show it as a replay. Right. Even though it's got Belair being incredibly strong and hoiking her off the floor, mm. you know, twice. They, they are like, do not touch do that not one. Do not touch that one, right. Um, they, they use uh, uh, Bianca Belair's braid in this so mm. um, Sasha Banks grabs it and she puts the bank statement which is her submission move mm. um, on, on with it there is a good roll through by Belair where she's fighting out of it and they make it it's so fast this match mm. so constant and they just look like they're fighting to win it's so exciting and then you get the last end segment uh, <laughs> just that fucking noise mark like a starting pistol isn't it <laughs> just amazing uh, how did they manage to do that I think the answer to that is they just did it um, yeah. Bianca Belair uses her hair like a bullwhip yeah. uh, across Sasha Banks uh, sort of middle yeah. it, it's, and it, 
like a like a banger going off. And it's and it's there's an and in there as well. There's something making that noise, and it's not just a bit of hair. It was wow, insane. Um, if you ever get a belt, you know, and you get yes. the, the two bits, and you do the middle, yeah, yeah, that is astonishing. Wow, I think she welts up almost immediately, right. and then you go right. That doesn't that seem like it's is. real. Um, just amazing. They put something in it. I, I, it was wonderfully done. Brilliant. Never, and not overused. No, she didn't do it nine times. No. She just did it once, and that sets up her finishing yeah. move. Uh, the KOD hits it, <laughs> and she does a brilliant cover, which is that thing of when everything, all the excitement bubbles up. So she's pinning her, but she's already scrabbling around the floor just out of sheer, that is over, mm. it went well, I have done it, and now I'm going to get that moment where I get to stand up with the belt and yeah. the fireworks go off, and this is incredible. Michael Cole suddenly just says, I thought Sasha kicked out. <laughs> just... what, the, what are you doing man I went back and looked at it she doesn't make it she, no she doesn't she lies there no. takes the pin, she doesn't move didn't at all didn't need to be part of that Michael why are you suddenly going you know oh she definitely kicked it out of two and a half and, 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 and they are notable by their fucking peace and quiet during the fucking fiend which could have done with some explanation <laughs> which, when the weird stuff happens could have done with some explanation they've got that yeah didn't need more no didn't need more didn't need new angles putting in no Michael Cole coming I back I think and she's going, got a gun yeah I've, I've set three I've done a big thing about her, her leg being a plaster what <laughs> Why is her leg plastic? I thought you could use it. No, you're not. You're not being helpful. <laughs> Sasha Banks. I I, uh, I I saw her backstage. She was just eating like handfuls of worms, like the boogeyman. Just in case you want to bring the boogeyman back. What? No, don't say it. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, oh, mate. Her mum and dad are jumping up and down. Well, Bianca Belair. I love the thing of just going. It is real, goddamn. Yes, this yeah. is this is that thing about going. Yes, it's predetermined. Yes, there's characters, but this does matter, mm. and it is an important moment. And for her mum and dad to be there, it's great. Well, we've seen them before in the clip where she'd won the uh, one of the titles, the Rumble. Yeah, yeah. that's where they they, they just jump down. Mm. Um, again, they would be a bit afterwards where her husband, who is Montez Ford from the Street Profits, he does get to come to WrestleMania <laughs> because he celebrates in the ring with her. Um, they've um, referenced the fact that they are married a few times. Um, uh, obviously, they're not making a huge deal of it. Mm. I think um, I think their dream really is for to do uh, make Montez Ford big. And then they can have Montez Ford and uh, Bianca Belair versus Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Right. But Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch especially has been like, I don't overly like being put in that thing. I don't like that reality. Right. So I think okay, we've yeah, got to yeah, hang yeah. out together and be uh, be annoying. Um, just her happy face. Mm. The happiest face, Bianca Belair, in <laughs> WrestleMania history when it ends. And it's just uh, it's just a great moment. Uh, it is a such a brilliant performance mm. by the two of them. And those two last matches... I mean, they've made this all worthwhile. The Drew McIntyre, Bobby Lashley at the start, Bad Bunny, and then the main event. Yeah. Three corkers. Yeah. It was so good. Enjoyed that. Mm. One thing just at the end, Pete, that I had a oh. look at. I had a look at the little extras that you get on the network. Mm-hmm. One of them was six minutes long, and it, it was described as video of Drew McIntyre cleaning out his drawers of career mementos. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay, I'll have a watch of this. Yeah. I click on it. It's something, it's hard to tell whether they've asked him to do it or he's just sent it in. And it's a fixed camera on his desk. And it's the most melancholy video I've ever watched in my life. And he goes, um, he's wearing a uh, I'm Pickle Rick t-shirt. Right. <laughs> and uh, he he just it's slightly inaudible it's really quiet and he's really sad and it's like it's like it should have started well if you're reading this you'll know that I'm no longer here but here are the things I want to give to you each and he goes through and he just goes so I've been going through uh, in lockdown the uh, drawers 
with some of the mementos of my career before. Because <laughs> coming up to WrestleMania, you got to think about how you got here. Um, and he opens the drawer and he goes, this is the first wallet I had when I uh, came to America. He says, um, he says, let's have a lot of memories in here. And he holds up a thing that says Shaq Pass. And he goes, um, that uh, got me free entry to the uh, Shaq nightclub in Glasgow. Um, <laughs> it burned down in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I knew where that helicopter came down, that, that flat roof pub pub. <laughs> he holds up, there's a signed uh, copy of um, Oasis is Whatever. It's a CD single that's uh, been signed by Noel Gallagher. That's really, that's really good. Um, here's my... Uh, <laughs> Why, why is Here's he doing my, this? I don't know. There is no way that they could have said, can you go through your drawers? Why would yeah. he just go, what do you mean? Yeah, what's, what's he the angle? He must have come forward. Here's my notebook from uh, Florida <laughs> Championship Wrestling. Um, you know, I, I didn't like the champion there. Uh, there's a, uh, a star here. Now, this is off the wall of the Barrowlands Ballroom <laughs> in Glasgow. I did an ICW <laughs> show there. Um, he doesn't mention it, but that's also where Bible John, uh, the, the unidentified serial killer, picked up a number of his victims. Oh, He's right. like, every band you can think of has played there. He sort of goes, um, Oasis. Um, no Oasis. <laughs> uh, Northern Uproar. Uh, Fratelli's. The Enemy. Um, he does do, uh, so it goes, he goes, Metallica, Justin Bieber, uh, The Cult. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? Yeah, um, he then he goes, this is a little photo <laughs> album I'm, I'm, I'm made of all of the uh, wrestling photos that I've taken over the years. Um, he says, but I can only take you so far in because, you know, they get a bit rude. Um, here's a drawing of a Mr. Man I did as a kid. This <laughs> <laughs> is all real. Where, where is the the office? Just so, him... This is just his like, home office. Right. Nothing on the walls. No. And he just goes, yeah, so much stuff here. Yeah, just, you know, thinking about the journey. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this on television? <laughs> Will Mr. Tickle make a great wrestler? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tickle, if you think you could go... Going <laughs> 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 a program on Mr. Tickle. <laughs> I'm going to cheat your big, long orange arms. I'm going to wrap them around your big, big old head. I'm going to do what I did to Mr. Bump. He's <laughs> fucking interaction. You're going to be no longer Mr. Tickle. You're going to be Mr. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that whiskey's kicked in. Oh, Wonderful times. Uh, so, look, that is the end of WrestleMania 37 <laughs> Night One. Coming up next week, WrestleMania 37 Night, night two. two. And look, we got a fiend match. So you know what that means? <laughs> it's an entire episode about the fucking fiend. fiend. You want more fiend? You're fucking getting it. Right. Oh, so look, in the meantime... You do have to put on the red light. In the meantime, get over, please, mm. to our merch store. Yeah. Get over to the Patreon where you can hear more and more. We've also, I mean, as we come to the, the very end of this, we'll be explaining what we're going to be doing on the Patreon going forward. Yes. Uh, and look, it's exciting change. It's exciting change, thank exciting you. Exciting change. Exciting change. Imagine the possibilities. Imagine. <laughs> Don't imagine. imagine well, if you do imagine, email us. Sure, <laughs> 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 And we, we also do need a, a £5 postal order. <laughs> if, uh, if from wish. each of you. Yeah, from each of you. Thank regardless you. of whether you contact us or not. <laughs> uh, so look, hey, until next time, thanks for being with us. We yeah. do Appreciate it. We love you. Yeah. Wrestle me! Wrestle me! Go and buy a shirt. Stackmerch.com. Peace.
Hustle Me is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. People of the U.S., great news. The Formula One Circus is coming to Miami this weekend, and we've got everything you need to know on P1 with Matt and Tommy, the Formula One podcast from Stack. It doesn't matter if you're an F1 veteran or hardly watch a race. If you want a fun breakdown of the biggest stories from this weekend's race, we've got you covered. Join us for previews and reaction episodes from practice, qualifying and the race itself, plus our full Driver Rankings podcast early next week. You'll be armed with enough info to make you look like a bona fide expert when the race rolls back around next year, or at least when you see your friends next week. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy in your podcast app to subscribe and listen now.